intro yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows, shows in five, shows in five, shows in five. Hello, everybody. Welcome to shows. We are officially back. I know we've taken a very long break. Um, and unfortunately, Baby Love is still on that break. But I am back, and I hope that's enough. Um, I am joined with a very special guest today. They are um, bi-coastal. You know, they perform in both Manhattan and Brooklyn, sometimes mostly Staten Island these days. Uh Um, And one of the first people that was ever, you know, very welcoming to me in in Brooklyn and Manhattan. And I am so happy that we have gotten close, and I'm so happy that they are here in my apartment in Tribeca. I'm sure that she feels a lot happier about it than I I do, um, because she is obsessed with my apartment. She just can't stop looking at all the beautiful things that I have. Um, like the bananas and the flowers and the mirror, especially she's obsessed with this mirror right now. Exotic animals. <laughs> yeah, my my petting zoo <laughs> that I have in the home office of guinea pigs and hamsters. Um, but yeah, I know we've been on a bit of hiatus, but I am going to try my very best to do a weekly show with some of my favorite performers here in Brooklyn and honestly, maybe even Manhattan. Maybe we'll do some, you know, crossovers because it's time to bridge the gap. And that is something that this performer does very well. So I want you all to uh, welcome to the stage the one, the only, Miss Reefy Royalty. Who has a parliament? So, Reefy, Reefy, you have a couple of jokes that you circle around. <laughs> Mostly uh, your attire, but uh, secondary is, ah! is, like, the parliament. You love talking about how you're on prep. You love talking about a Groupon. Yes, um, all those things. You love talking about grinder and your butthole. Yeah. Um, all me. of those. My butthole is a joke. <laughs> Where do you get your inspiration from? Um, to be honest, anything that I say on the mic, I've probably accumulated from like Manhattan girls. And the thing that I've learned is that like you kind of, if something works, like if someone, like any time I say any of those jokes, mm-hmm. someone will laugh. Maybe it's not like one person. Maybe it's not like the girls who've seen it a thousand <laughs> times, but it's like someone's like, oh, that's really funny. You know, I'm gonna someone, use that. Someone that like saw the flyer on on you know outside of the bar and was just like, I oh, guess I'll do this. Yeah, some straight woman. I'm ready here. Um, Let's kill five hours. Know, it just becomes a part of your. Um, stand-up routine. Stand-up. Yeah. You know, there are certain comedians when I see their shit, I'm like, every every time I see it, it's really funny. And I'm like, oh, I love, I love when she tells this joke. Who are your favorite comedians? I think for me, I mean, I love, like, Joan and, and uh, the other white one. Chelsea. Chelsea Handler? <laughs> yeah. Work. I love Monique. <laughs> Monique Hart. No. <laughs> Monique is your favorite. Monique I, Hart oh, my God. She comedian. is... Have you ever seen I Could Be Your Cellmate? No. It's so good. So Monique performs a stand-up routine at a, a, a women's prison. Oh! I mean, I've heard about that. That's yeah, and like it's, a... it's really good, and it's really funny, and she, like, brought some entertainment for these women who are incarcerated. Um, and it's just one of my favorite specials. Yeah. I like to, you know, and she's done some of the jokes that she's done there. In other comedy specials, and every time she does them, like whenever she's hosting at a bar. Yeah, whenever she's at the Rosemont or Metro. (laughs) 
She just she just does the same joke. Yeah. You guys have that in common. Um, yeah. I'm just when, whenever, whenever she goes to hardware, you know, she uh, performs. I I will say though, like it it do take nerve, like because I don't have the balls. Literally, um, no, but I don't have the balls. You just have like a like you you have a very um, important and like tuned shtick uh-huh. about like who you are and like why you know you can poke fun at it because I mean you know everyone can kind of relate to a lot of the things that you talk about. Yeah, but. Um, I I think it's charming more when I I hear it every time and so every time it just gets a little more charming I'm like <laughs> I'm like I can finish that joke for you because I know it I know where it's going yeah. but I just I love hearing you on the mic um, I know you are lately uh, since we've been back um, <clears throat> uh, performing you have to banter a lot and you do a really good job at that you yeah, know that's one of the things that I've learned like from. You know the Thorgies and right. the Tina Burners mm-hmm. and like the Bob the Drag Queens is like it's a really important skill to have it because when you're traveling when you're going to other cities you're not going to be performing for people who you normally perform for your home bars so you kind of have to have these things that are relatable mm-hmm. and like you know I've talked on the mic in Australia and in Hawaii people there are on prep they got parliaments there so it's like mm. you know it's like just trying relatable to relatable content yeah just things that are like funny across the board so that like mm-hmm. when you're on the mic somewhere else you can kind of use those things and they're funny every time for right. a new audience yeah uh, also like talking shit on the mic is like a skill because oh it is yeah it's it's I remember talking on the mic at like TNT, and then seeing how it's progressed. And well, or it was different when I was performing for people who would come every month to see. Yeah. So I was like, oh, these people like, and then They're when family. I would talk for a new audience, and I was like, oh, it took me some time to be like, all right, how can I like win them over? Great. Right. Just find things that gays think are funny that even if I don't necessarily think they're funny, but I'm like, <laughs> they're gonna think this anal joke is really funny. And you just have to, like, yeah, pluck it. Well, you have to be able to, you know, like RuPaul says, if you can't laugh at yourself, how in the hell are you going to laugh at someone else? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I commend you for that. Um, also, I know that you have been, I guess, the podcast, our, our uh, main focus for the podcast was originally, and I want to go back to, I guess, like, you know, the reason why we started is, like, Figuring out like what led you here, um, what brought you, you know, to perform in Manhattan or Brooklyn or like who made you who you are today. Um, what are you know some of your favorite memories that you've had um, or parties even that you've that you've been a part of? Well, what um, led me here is is you said we the end. try on wigs. <laughs> you, <laughs> the end train. You took the, the end to canal. The A train. The A. Actually. Oh shit. He's um, yeah, my so, MetroCard swipe. Oh, I don't swipe anymore, girl. Um, Not here. Do you just jump over? Yeah. Do you ask someone to swipe you? Oh, girl. I always ask people to swipe me, but... No. Are you that girl? How long do you wait there until someone says yes? No, I just buy my... But I did get... When I lived in Jersey, (laughs) I got busted for jumping a train when I was like... In Jersey? When I was 19, I would take the PATH train from Jersey City to New York. Right. So when I was 19... Well, they have budget. Yeah. MTA doesn't have They, like, saw me jumping a thing. And I was with my cousin who was under 18. And they were like, how old are you? She was like, 
16. So they, 16. So they were like, okay, you can go. How old are you? And I didn't know oh, that I should have said 16, too. Girl. And they gave me a ticket that I don't know if I ever paid off. Uh, well, okay, so speaking of ticket, the one time I ever got close to getting a ticket um, was actually a night after I was at TNT. Uh-huh. I was 16. This must have been in 2014. I was 16 with one of my old girlfriends, and... What was the name of that gay bartender that always had the bandana or like the um, mini um, mini. <laughs> mini cupcakes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was bartending out of drag, and this was for one of Mary's bingo nights. Okay. And I knew that they weren't carding because we were just there like the A last. TNT never week. carded. Yeah. They never carded like in the day. They weren't. Yeah. They didn't have the budget. Um. <clears throat> so we know. You know, we went in and whatever. And I at the time had my brother's ID. Um. Because he was over twenty one at this time. Uh-huh. And or had just turned twenty one, and I go up to the to the bar. I'm like, hi, like, can I get like a vodka soda? And <laughs> and I'm like dressed literally like a sixteen year old because I was. And he goes, yeah, like, can I see your ID? And I'm like, oh my god, of course. And then so I hand him my ID, and he's like, oh, Pisces. And I was like, what? And he was like, you're a Pisces because my brother's birthday is in March. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. And he just looks at me. He's like. Okay, girl. I mean, he got me my drink. He got me my drink. I got drunk. Uh, but anyway, after that, we went to the train. Um, Can you imagine if it wasn't Pisces and he was just trying to, like, test you to see? You're like, yeah. And you're like, actually, this is a Capricorn. <laughs> but now I know that these sleazy bars, they just want to make a quick buck. They don't actually yeah. care. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, we get to the train and we hop it, but... Um, they let me go, but my girlfriend was, like, crying. She's like, no, please, like, I don't want to get arrested, like, all this all this bullshit. He's like, we're not going to arrest you, but you are going to get a ticket. Yeah. Like, here's $100. You got to pay this. Yeah. Um, that was the only time I ever came <laughs> in contact with that, but... No, I just, I mean, yeah, you just, you know, you look, and if there's no cops, there's never cops at, like, the Canal J. Yeah, sometimes they'll come out of, I've seen people hop the turnstile, and I'm like, oh, they got away with this one. And then I'll see cops randomly out of nowhere. I'm like, how do they see them? Well, yeah, actually. So we hopped the train. They didn't see that I hopped it, yeah. but they saw that she hopped it. But they were behind one of those, like, doors uh-huh. that it was, like, one of the metal doors, like, there in the train station. And they could see through, like, those yeah. little, like, layers of yeah. whatever was Did there. Did they, like, kick it and, like, smoke came out? Please, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, were wearing, they were wearing, like, the villager costumes. Yeah. It was, like, the, the, you know, native and Swat the... Team with like a shield. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Captain America and Hulk. They beat this bitch's ass. Um, Do you still talk to her? No, actually. No. She. We had like a falling out because this has become my therapy session. Um, <laughs> but we had a falling out because I was basically like getting into drag for real, for real, and spending a lot of time at bars. And she was like, "You never hang out with me." I'm like, "Well, you can't get into the bars." Yeah. Like, so what am I supposed to do, you know? Did she get into TNT with you? <sighs> she did. Okay. She did. Um, but enough about me. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Reefy. Like, yes. where did you get, I mean, where did you get your name? I know that it kind of is your name. Yeah. Right? And, um, like, what brought you to Brooklyn? How long ago was that? Reefy comes from my, like, government name. Just Sharif and like which, growing which up. Is Reefiana. Reefiana. Um Reefy Cherry Daniels Incarnate. <laughs> incarnate. <laughs> um yeah, Reefy just came from my, my boy name and growing up people would always just call me Reefy. And so I just like 
didn't intend it to be my drag name, but I, the very first gig that I booked in Brooklyn at Metropolitan for Hot Fruit, um, the DJ announced me as Reefy. And I had already, like, it was my Facebook name, but mm-hmm. it, but I never decided this is going to be my drag name. Yeah. It was just like, I re- literally saw a, a business card when I was, like, trying to find out what my name would be. <laughs> and it said, the card said, it was a business card that says Royal Plumbing. Oh. And, and I was like, oh, Royal T. And I was like, it starts with an R, ends in a Y, just like Reefy. T. So I'm like, great, it'll just be Reefy Royalty. Royal Plumbing. And I made that my Facebook name. Because at that time, my family was, like, my dad's side of the family was, like, stalking me. Ugh. And they were, like, trying to, like, have an intervention of me about being gay. Because yeah. they're all, like, Muslim. Yeah. And and so I was, like, I need a name that I can have on social media that they're not going to find. Yeah. So I just created Reefy Royalty so that they wouldn't, like... And now you're the most famous drag queen in America, so it's hard one of to them. not yeah, and come across your... Yeah. <laughs> one of the most... In your zip code. Yeah. Um... Well, that, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's really interesting because I know that Facebook for a while was doing that thing where they were, like, cracking down and on... And making queens change, change their, yeah, their names. Yeah, and they made me do the same thing. Oh, did you have to do that? Yeah, and I was like... Because um, I know Char was Jason Daniels for yeah, some Yeah, yeah, she was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was. Um, Which is Mary's name. They made a lot... And some drag queens never got theirs back. Mm. Like Mocha Light didn't get hers back. Missy Mina didn't get hers back. Oh, they just, they're just now their government name? Yeah. Oh, baby, so I, would I was be able dead. to. <laughs> one of the sisters of indulgence uh-huh. or something like that was helping all the girls get their names back, and I messaged them. And I was like, hey, how, what do I do to get my name back? And they're like, you have to send, copy and paste this letter and let them know why you're drag name is important uh-huh. for um, identity purposes, which it was. Cause I they can't want- make that public information? The girls were like, come and reach out to us and we'll tell you what to do. And then it's like, oh yeah, you just you just tell them <laughs> that you need it for work. Like, <laughs> Well, they were like, you know, are you... Is it like a safety thing? Which in, oh, okay. in, in a way it was because yes. I was trying yes. to like be incognito for my mm-hmm. family. So I was like, great. So I sent them that and then they like woke up one morning and it was back to Refuel Royalty. Wow. That's a great thing. Facebook listened. Yeah, they made me scan my ID, and I hate my legal last name, too, and I'm trying to change it. So I was like, so they let me get away with putting Sharif, and then I just created a different last name. Mm. And I was, because I just like put my thumb over the last name, because I sent, so I sent them a picture of the ID. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's Sharif Alexander. I was like, great, there you take it. Oh, my God, is Alexander your middle name? No, it just has nothing to do with, it's not my name at all. Oh, oh. But I just, like, made it up. I'm like, that's mine. And they they let me put it in for a minute, and I was like, oh. Wow. But anyway. That's That's such an inspiring story, Ricky. Thank you so much for sharing that with the audience. (laughs) Facebook's uh, homophobia. (laughs) Why do I feel like... uh, I mean, the hair looks beautiful. Let me describe to the audience. So she's wearing this... Uh, what would you do? like a like a cherry like a strawberry, a strawberry blonde, blonde short? I feel like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but it has <laughs> the curls aren't so refined. They're more like uh, like uh, you know like a seventies yeah. little. You know, it's beautiful. It yeah, really I feel beautiful. I feel you like you look like Goku or something. Goku. <laughs> I kind of love it backwards. What do I look like right now? 
a lesbian from the eighties. <laughs> I look like I look like that every day though, like because I will usually wear my leather jacket, my black leather jacket, uh, yeah. and my hair is like you know big and really like curly and whatever. So I'm just always like you know with my bangs, just like living with like my volume. You look like. Charlize Theron in Monster... What's that movie? Monster um, Inc. No, not Monster Inc. I look like Mike Sully. She Mike won the Sully. Oscar for it. What was it called? When she plays, like, the killer? Oh, I don't know. Is it... Was it one of the movies that Disclosure talked about? About, like, the trans narratives about us being serial killers that are totally false? I think Christina Ricci's in it, from what I remember. Mm. Let's look it up. Um, what are some of your inspirations, Rifi? Um, for drag? Yeah, or life, you know? Like, what are what are some, you know, and you can't say me, okay? Um, well, I guess that's out of the... <laughs> I'm the only one. Drag inspiration, I would say... Like Aquaria, like, uh, <laughs> CT... <laughs> gay Scream. Not that. Subtitles, Gay Scream. I'm not trying to get... Have the girls in my DMs. Oh, do you want me to take that out? No, it's fine. I love okay. I love Aquaria. Yes, me too. <laughs> no, I, I I literally do love Aquaria. Yeah. I actually like. It makes me so sad that I came into the scene like right as Aquaria was like leaving. She launched. She let you borrow that. She let me wave, borrow that wig. That finger wave wig. I don't know how. I literally reached out to her, and I this was for New Year's, and I was I like, booked you at Narc Bar, yes, and yes. you came. You were the In shot that, girl. <laughs> I was the champagne girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I showed up like at. Yeah. I was like eleven fifty eight. This bitch is not here. <laughs> I literally showed up at midnight. Well, it's because I had to go to Hardware to pick up the wig, the wig from Aquaria. Yeah. Which, looking back, I'm like, bitch, I would never let any of you borrow my hair yeah. especially not this wig that I have on did you give it back to her of course cause she let me borrow a breastplate and she doesn't wear breastplates and I still have it well why don't you pass that over down to me uh, cause it's neither of our colors which is probably oh. why I've never worn it mm-hmm. <laughs> I wore it once just leave it out in the sun for a couple yeah. hours and it melts and then someone's like <laughs> it would be a fun experiment to like put a breastplate on like a concrete floor in like August and like watch it Melt. melt into the cement and then there's Do you like think it would, though? a permanent titty on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> like a sculpture. Why don't you do that? Oh, we could cement it. That's beautiful. Yeah. No, we'll we'll put um uh sarin. What's it called? Saran wraps? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Um, but, uh what what is the name of that sir sarin? No. It's like the thing that people have been putting on things. Resin. Uh, I was okay. saying the letters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you were switching the, the letters wrong. Sarin. Sarin. Like, who's Sarah? Sarin Jessica Parker. Um, no, and then it resin. hardens it? Mm-hmm. And then it keeps it, like, super stiff. It's, like, okay. right, like a plate. Yeah, you know? I just want to have, like, a titty on the... Maybe I'll take, like, a dildo, and it'll be, like, a sidewalk full of That's beautiful. genitalia. That's beautiful. And funny parts. Oh, I found it. They also make those buds that you can, like... Fuck. So, oh yes. <laughs> Have you ever tried one of those? No, I don't know. I'm not much of a. I'm not much of a toy person. Mm. Um, right. I, I like my hand or the real thing. And like, yeah. Anyway. Nothing compares to flesh. Okay, so inspiration. Yes, inspiration. I would say like anything from my childhood is my inspiration. Like some of the women that I like really was obsessed with, I had posted them. Like I would Ugh. make my own posters based on the magazines mm. that they were in. Oh, I had a poster of Selena Gomez in my 
Like literally. Yeah, I would get like you know the you know the presentation cardboard paper that you would bring to school. Yeah, like bring the white. Project. Yeah, yeah. So I would get different colors. You grew up in Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. But we had a Staples there. <laughs> so I would we, go and yeah. get like a big piece of board paper, and I would dedicate each one to like a celebrity that I love. So I had like a oh, little Kim one. I had really a Pamela cool. Anderson one. I had a Naomi Campbell. You look like Lil Kim a little I bit. I do, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I see it. Um, with her new face. <laughs> oh so those God. are some of the women that I like looked up to. Yeah. Um, no, I, I love that. And you make that very clear, I think, in the way that you dress and Yeah, and I love, like, also. sexy... Like, when, like, I remember being a child watching little Kim come out to the VMAs with the purple mm-hmm. outfit and the pasty and being, like, so gagged and was like I mean when that came out I was you know I don't know 10 years old or something and I was like oh my god right what year was it like that was 98 or oh, 99 shit. or something <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and so like moments like those have always stuck out to me and like you know shaped my gayness also RuPaul had a show on VH1 yes like a talk show and I remember watching it as a kid being obsessed with RuPaul you know like all this leg and like she also had little Kim as a special guest. Oh, time. right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I was, like, obsessed, and I would collect these magazines that had my celebrities on them. Uh-huh. Like, I still have some of them. Like, I have a vintage Playboy with Pamela on it. And, like, mm. um, so anyway, those those are Do you still masturbate to it? Or no. not anymore? I remember my mom was like, are you sure you're gay? You ha-? I had this big picture of Pamela Anderson. <laughs> With like a bikini, and she's like, "Are you sure you're gay?" Oh she was like, God. "You have." She's like, "Don't you want to put your face in between her breasts?" Like she was like being really weird. I'm like, "Mom." Oh. And then your mom's like, "Don't you want to put your face between my <laughs> breasts?" I'm like, "Too late already." Like, actually, she didn't breastfeed me, but. Aw, I'm um, sorry. That explains why you're gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if there's a statistic on that, and if it's accurate. Were you breastfed? I was. Okay. I was cesarean, though. So, you see, there's always something. Okay. Like, you know. No, I came out of a vagina. Yeah. No, so. I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's okay, you know? It's okay. You're still, you're still gay. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... What was I going to say? Uh, oh, so speaking of speaking of New Year's, we've done like a number of gigs together. Uh-huh. I'd say about two or three, maybe even four. <laughs> um, what what is your favorite memory with me? <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite. There's so many. I know there's so many. It was definitely DragCon when I left my setting powder in that apartment in downtown LA that you stayed at, and I had to go to DragCon day two without setting my makeup, (laughs) and just had to bake everything. Um, DragCon was fun. DragCon was fun, and you you guys had a cute little house, you, Serena, and uh, Astrid. Right. And Florida Man was there also. Yeah. So that was a cute memory. Yes. And um, I think the first time you booked me for straight acting, which is one of the parties that Rifi is most known for here in um, the boroughs, uh, I was gagged because when when I first started um, like looking at Brooklyn officially and being like, okay, I should probably know what's going on out there before I decide to dip my toes. Yeah. Um, I remember I would always see the girls post pictures of like you know 
the week before at straight acting yeah. or whatever. And I'm sure it was all a tactic by you being like, post this damn picture or you're <laughs> yeah. never going to get booked again because it's what you did to me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I would always see these pictures of like Aquaria and Stussy also who yeah, now yeah. is like living this entire blue fantasy. Did you see that? She thing? was like... Oh, right, right now Sussy. she's doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, she look was, at me, I love blue. I'm like, I love yellow, but I don't wear it. Every fucking, but I love it, it's great. She's going through a phase, maybe. Like a, a moment, a blue moment. Yeah, I think, do you think she might be gay? I think she's very gay. <laughs> I think that's the phase. Straight acting, I, so I booked you for straight acting at Metro, because when you came onto the scene, TNT was about to close. Yes. When you started performing more, TNT yes. was about to close. It was like when... You know why TNT closed? Not a lot of people know this. The reason why TNT closed was because Aja had formed the House of Aja, and people were tired of seeing Kill v. Mame every fucking Friday, <laughs> girl. <laughs> they were like, the neighbors so they shut that shut it down. In? Yeah, the okay. neighbors shut it and down. It's, and it's still, it's still open. It's like no one's rented it out. What the fuck is that about? Like It was like a money thing. Like Someone made them an offer, and I guess it never... F- happened. That's um, disgusting. But anyway, straight acting at TNT was really iconic because it yes. had so many young people that came out. Like, Linux would come out, Sussy would come out, Harry would come out, Aquaria, Stawecki. All these kids would come mm-hmm. out who, you know, weren't 21, you know? Yeah, for sure. And no one ID'd. And I think I provide because Metro always was really strict about well, ID. Nancy and is. so was Macri Park. Yeah. So TNT was the only bar that those kids could go to where they could be, like, living their queer fantasies. Like, Linux would come out with, like, full looks. What are you going to talk about? Aquaria came out in full looks. Yes. Like, Sussy <laughs> came out in full looks. Like, and I booked Aquaria because I thought she was... I had been seeing people post about her. I was like, would you want to do my party? She goes, oh my God, I would love to. And she did this like... She did boy hair. It was like short. I think sort of like this. Green the hair. You're hair. <laughs> yeah, she had no wig on, but she painted her face. Oh, like a cool. like a lucha. Yeah, lucha it was like blue and red that glitter. That is my favorite thing. Yeah, she has ever done. It was so fab. She did a Brooke Candy song. Brooke Candy fag mom. She did um. I can't remember which song she did, but it was a Brooke Candy song. Anyway, she did really well, and I would book all the. I booked Sasha. You know, I, this, I, at this point, I wasn't really booking Rue Girls like that um, because they weren't yeah. really being cast at that moment. Yeah. Um, besides Bianca, but I was going to book Bianca. <laughs> I was going to say Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> I booked, I booked Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> and then it moved to Metro, and it kind of lost a bit of its edge because Nancy was so strict about IDs. Um... Also, the spacing was just different, but I'm yeah. happy to not be at TNT anymore because the amount of theft oh. that happened there was so bad. Well, like Spectrum also. Yeah, like TNT was no, like Aja had things stolen there, Ragamuffin, me, Charlene, like um, this other Queen Manifestini. So who can you tell me what, what did you steal from there? <laughs> <laughs> I would steal like chapstick or like... That's nothing. Um, we think it was someone who worked there. Probably. Who kept stealing our shit. And I was like, um, they stole money from me, but other people had their like phones stolen. My phone is always on me hunting because I'm always like, who's on the grid? Right. So I never put my phone down. Right. Even when I'm performing, like... Your phone's in your hand. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't trust nobody. You're looking at the lyrics. That's, I did that at... At uh, straight acting for Don't Call Me Angel. Someone just posted that memory. I posted it, girl. <laughs> I am obsessed with myself. I will post any and every memory that I have of myself. Um, and then we performed once with Suburbia at some random 
different place in Brooklyn. I believe that. It was oh, like, me and you. Yeah, it was like oh, two floors. At, at the Gateway. The Gateway. Yeah, I just posted a memory about that also yeah. actually last night. Um, I used to do a viewing party with Suburbia and Lady Havoc there. And it was in March of 2017. That's when I started officially, like, performing in Brooklyn. Like, where I was like, oh, now I have, like, my own show here. You know, even though it was, you know... um you know, off Gates Avenue on the yeah, J, yeah. nobody was there. It was nice because that's like where I learned how to like MC and yeah, how to I remember keep that entertained. Yeah, um, we had Monet Exchange too, which was so nice. Um, she was just like she was like this is just another gig girl. Like I'm yeah. just trying to get out of here. Oh, she was. She must have not been on Drag Race yet, right? <laughs> no, this no. was like during. This was after the season nine viewing that we were doing there, oh, okay. I believe, um, where we were just doing like regular shows. Um, so Suburbia booked her and, and she Monet like, came out and did a show at the Gateway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it busy? No, no, it wasn't busy. Are you kidding? <laughs> there must have been like fourteen people. <laughs> yeah, I remember mine wasn't that busy either. But it was fun. I was dating. I was dating Bo at the time, and I think he came with me. Oh and yeah. Then, and then we went to. I hosted Battle Him that day, so I had to go to Battle Him. Right oh after. yes, yeah. yeah. I used to go after sometimes also because yeah. it was on a Friday. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> no, but straight acting has always had, like, this really nice air to it where it was, you know, photographers, it was, like, other queers, it was performers, it was it was also performers that wanted to be the performers, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, people that wanted to get booked, yeah. um, people that wanted a chance, you know, um, which they will never have. <laughs> Just I also made, like, a conscious <laughs> effort to always book... Uh, like live singers, mm-hmm. burlesque performers. You know, I've, I've had Darlinda, I've had Boy Radio, I've had yeah. like across the spectrum different kinds of performers. So it wasn't just like a drag show, it was like boring, like an experience. Right. Like, and when it first started, the party at TNT was like meant for, to kind of poke fun at like muscle gaze. And mm-hmm. I was hiring like go go boys to yeah. walk around lingerie and things like that to kind of you know, be tongue-in-cheek, and I was trying to hire more kings. Yeah. And, like, just a, a variety. And then eventually, like, when it moved to Metro, it became a bit more draggy, which I didn't yes. mind. Yeah. Um, you know, things things change sometimes, and yeah. they elevate. Like, sex, like, it was supposed to be a sex party mm-hmm. with drag shows, but, like, no one ever hooked up at TNT. Mm, no. They did, but, like, in the bathroom. Like, we had a dark room but on a stage yeah so like while shows were happening there was like a and a couple people had like their dick sucked there but yeah but that was like back there it was you know back I mean? there it was nice it was private yeah I never actually got to peek back there I didn't know it was actually back there <laughs> yeah that's probably where everybody's shit was that went missing it was... probably <laughs> but then it moved you know like we, it wasn't the space wasn't good for that so I just ended up creating an actual sex positive party yeah um which happened at Love Gun, then it moved to Bizarre, and then it moved to the Deep End. You did... Wait, what? What? I used to do a sex party. Oh, that's the one that was at the Deep End. It was what at was the it deep called? End. So, it was called Play, actually. I don't remember this. I did it with Mary Cherry. I don't remember this literally at all. When was that? It was probably before you came out on a scene. Oh. It was during Love Gun. Okay, and the deep end was already... So we moved it from Love Gun to Bizarre, and then I think Mary didn't want to do it anymore, so I ended up teaming up with Forrest Wu and calling the party mm. Physique. Which, Forrest Wu was literally my neighbor at the last place that I lived. It was kind of funny. Oh, work. So you saw him walking his cat? 
No, but he was like, I was I was doing an oops. This is when we were doing oops live uh-huh. on on Instagram, and then he was like, Oh, were you are you from the Instagram show? And I was like, What Instagram show? And they were like. The the drag queens He's like poop, you know. <laughs> the drag queens and I was like, yeah, that's me. Um, no, Forrest is very sweet. He's very sweet. Um, so yeah, I guess straight acting is like your first baby, right? That was the first party that um, someone asked me to produce. Someone's like, do you want to produce a night here? I was like, me? Okay. At this at this point, I was like a go-go boy. I mm-hmm. competed in Miss Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. So I was doing Which some you stuff. placed? I placed top nine. Aja beat me. F- you placed top nine? Out of 50, yeah. Out of 50? Yeah. There was 50 performers for the first one? No, it was like 50 altogether. So... Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, then, that's not true. Yeah, it was 50 altogether in the weeks. It wasn't like all in one day. It was like what? Three or four weeks? It was like three or four weeks. So I won my initial round. Uh-huh. Um, and I moved on to the next round, and then which was the, not I guess so I guess it was nine weeks since it was nine of us. <laughs> um, Damn, and, and nine it was me, weeks. Charlene, oh my Christopher, God. Aja, Aja. Um, Manifest, no, no <laughs> Serena T. <laughs> no, they were like probably in eighth grade. I know, I know, <laughs> no, literally. Um, and it, and then the finals were Charlene. They had did me so dirty because everyone from my round moved on except for me. What do you mean? So like every person represented a bar, you know, uh-huh. Miss Metro, Miss TNT, and Miss right. I forget what the third venue was. It was some random venue that doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, uh, Project Robot. No, it was like a burlesque space. I think Christopher oh. performed there. Oh, okay. Christopher represented that one, and I think Charlene was TNT, and me and Asha were both Metro. Uh huh. And this burlesque performer came and competed. And she was not very nice, and she was like Miss Coney Island, and I remember like none of the queens getting along with her. Hmm. And Thorgy was the judge, and she was like, oh, we're also going to move forward a wild card, so there's going to be a, a top four. And they said her name, and she was also Miss Metro. And I was like, gag, so three, two of the three people that competed yeah. Metro are moving forward, and yeah. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But anyway, I had backup dancers. I loved my number. I did a gold yeah. trap number, and it went into drunken love. Well, it doesn't sound like it's affected you in any way at all. I'm negatively. okay now. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, COVID gives you a different perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's been like 12 years. But yeah, it was like 2015, maybe. Oh, wow. That's like, Wow. I don't believe that actually. It was no. a while ago. Because I feel like it might have been a little earlier. No. It might have been 2014. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Because I was I started nightlife in 2012, 2013 as a go-go boy, uh-huh. and then I and then I moved to Europe for three months, and came back and was like, I'm gonna get a real job. I'm not gonna do nightlife anymore. And I worked at Bloomingdale's. Oh shit. For a few months, and I hated it. And at that time, I was booking way more go-go gigs, I was booking way more performance gigs, I was making way more money mm-hmm. um, than I would have at Bloomingdale's, and I was like, I hated selling things, so I just... Made an OnlyFans. I stopped going back. And <laughs> You're like, I'll sell my nudes, but I won't sell <laughs> I won't, Yeah, I won't sell concealer. <laughs> I worked at Shiseido, which is like a makeup company. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that Gigi collaborated Yeah, yeah, with? Gigi and Naomi. Oh, yeah. I was joking. Seriously? Yeah, Gigi and Naomi <laughs> did, um, oh, did a little campaign for that. You're right. Yeah. Shit, I was just, my, my brain really did put something together there. <laughs> 
Um, that so I worked at their counter, and I was like, I hate this. Yeah. And I decided booking more nightlife stuff, and well, you're a star, you know. Saving myself from that, I was like, goodbye retail. Yeah, I was also going through your page today, and you have a lot more clothes than I thought. I do. I have a lot of drag. You do have a lot of drag, yeah. and I feel like. It, it was such a shock for me because I feel like I only ever see you in a panty. Yeah. And it was nice. It was a nice little surprise to know that you do have clothes. I actually have drag that I keep in my storage. <laughs> oh, you have a storage that you pay for like every month? Yeah, because my apartment is so tiny that I can't keep all my drag I was there. wondering. I was like, yeah. where is that? Yeah. I don't think you've ever been to my place, but no. a few, few nightlife people have been to my place. Charlene's been to my place once to borrow a look for a party back Yeah. Um, it was for Miss Williamsburg, actually. <laughs> no, it was for. She's like, I know you're not, you're not, uh, you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna be there next week, so can <laughs> I borrow something? Yeah, like, it was like a week to prepare the numbers. It's like Drag Race. You yeah, know? it was crazy. <laughs> and, uh, drag Race. <laughs> and one of them went on to do Drag Race. One of the finalists went on to do Charlene. Drag Race, and uh, she won Miss Williamsburg, but she didn't win Drag Race. She did not. She did not. And now she doesn't do drag anymore, anyway. So. I mean, that really is, like, so heartbreaking, isn't it? We don't have to talk about it too much, but do you like my roses? They smell really nice. They do, right? They're pink, and they're dying. They're beautiful. I think people can evolve past whatever. There are moments where I'm like, I don't really want to do drag anymore, or I don't want to do nightlife anymore. So it's totally valid that this person was like, oh, I'm going to go and do my own thing that... Maybe she just... Also, I feel like people were really mean to her online... And those things can be really traumatic. They can be. And I mean, did, like, what happened with Britta last year is yeah, and insane. I remember being on a Instagram Live with Nikki during Tutorials. that season. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Tutorial. Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> And oh uh, people were saying racist things about Britta in the comments. We weren't even talking about Britta. Like, like dropping they were the, just having their own conversation. Like dropping the N-word, and, and I was like, uh-uh. And Nikki reported them. And so I'm not even on Drag Race, and I'm already witnessing the things that have, like, you know, like just yeah. really racist, no, fucked awful up. shit. And it's I think sometimes up. when you love something so much and people hate it, mm-hmm. it makes you have this, like, fight with it. And I feel like... Inevitably, Aja might have also been like, you know, I'm done with this. I'm providing work that I really love, and people hate me for no reason and yeah. are saying mean things to me. So I'm just gonna move in different directions. Yeah. So those things are totally valid, and no one addresses that fandom that is really problematic. Right. And you know. and if any Drag Race girl is listening to this right now, um, you can't perform in Brooklyn. I don't allow that. <laughs> You can't come here. This is my territory. Just kidding. Unless, no. <laughs> unless you're Tammy Brown. Oh my God, yes. No, but like seriously, it's so fucked up. And and I think like the reason why, personally, I mean, I don't know if you're still going for like the drag race thing, but the reason that I am like I'm definitely not going to do that anymore is is the fandom. Yeah. I don't need people, and this is also why I just like deleted my Twitter. I don't need people's input on my drag, on who yeah. I am as a person. I don't need your validation. I don't need to hear um, or see people's opinions of me, yeah. you know? And it's such a these these performers have so much power and we've seen that throughout the years that they've performed here in, in the city and then they get on on you know the opportunity of a lifetime and you think it's going to go one way and it goes the complete opposite yeah totally like Britta was a huge Britta star was, in New York is, and like you know and it's so <coughs> and she was like on TV yeah. and like 
It's devastating. Even before Drag Race, she was doing really cool things. Yeah. It's not fair. <coughs> and then, you know, she gets on the show, and <coughs> people, like, were really going in for her. Yeah. So, <coughs> anyway. Well, listen, um, we're going to take a break to go and... Um, Harass some drag race pigs. girls. <laughs> yeah, feed the guinea pigs. We're gonna we're gonna bully some drag race girls. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Shows, shows. This is the interlude for shows because we don't have sponsors. And we are back. Um, so I have a new guest. Just kidding. It's still Ruby. <laughs> um, uh, so back to TNT. I just wanted to. Um, tell you about the story that I have. <clears throat> Again, when I was about 16, 17, and I was at TNT, this was another night. I've had a lot of... Most of the nights that I was at TNT, they were bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you share the same experience, but... <laughs> but, like, I lost my phone there one night. Someone some probably stole it, honey. Well, let me tell you. So... This was the night that the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> this was the night that I went out with... Do you remember Sunday Lush? No. Nobody does. <laughs> she was this, this queen from Queens that I, that I knew. She was this, uh, this white girl. And she was one of the, you know, the first ones to be like, yeah, sure, like, come out with me if you want. And I met her the same night that I met Aja at this place called Pride Lounge in Forest Hills. I remember that place. Mm-hmm. I go over there. Oh, really? Yeah. That was where I first ever performed. Ga- uh, Aja was like, come. Gaga? I know. <laughs> Gaga. Gaga. Gaga said to come and go, go dance. I was trying to say go, go. Um, Aja was like, oh, come and dance. It was her and Momo's night. Yes. It was so random. Yes. And I danced on the bar. It was the first time I'd ever worked in Queens. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Yes. Yeah. You have to like go up those stairs yeah. and like the metal scaffolding. Yeah, and the the crowd there was weird. They are so, so weird. Yeah, well, because they don't see shit like that. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? Um, I felt like I was in a small town bar. Definitely. Well, it was Forest Hills. Yeah. Like Forest Hills Which is, is a very small town. <laughs> yeah, it's very like suburban. Yeah. You know, folk. Um, but that was the first night that I met Asha at, at Pride Lounge. Yeah. And I remember I saw her come out of the car, and she was in this, like, Marilyn, like, white dress. You know okay. what I mean? And, like, the Mar- like a blonde Marilyn wig. And she was doing, you know, like, dragoons do. She was, like, kissing everyone, like, how are you, darling? Kiss, kiss. Yeah. Tap, tap on each cheek. like her for a second. Oh, really? Yeah. How are you, darling? <laughs> um, no, but, she, you know, What's she's like... there? Mm, I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> I was looking at Asha. Yeah. I wasn't looking at anybody else. All I knew is I saw this bitch come out of um, a black car, and it looked like a limousine, yeah. and I was gagged. I was like, this bitch yeah. better fucking work. And she comes up the steps, and I am just, like, gobsmacked, because it's, like, the first time I see, like, a drag queen. Yeah. Like, I, I had met Sunday Lush there, like, a couple of minutes before Asha walked in, and I was like, you're not giving. But then Aja was giving, and I was yeah. like, she's giving. Was Sunday Lush and Drag? <laughs> she was. Yeah. But, like, you know, sometimes you just don't see it. It was like, you know, cross-dresser. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like, I was just like, you're not giving. Yeah. Um, but Aja was giving, and I was like, this is literally the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I introduced myself, and I was like, oh, my God, my name is Harajuku. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I, like, do drag. I'm 16, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, work, like, come back next week and we'll, you know, you can hang out with us and we'll all be in drag next week. And so 
Um, I went out with Sunday that night, and we went to Pride Lounge, and Aja was there. We hung out, and it was and the Mama first time. And there. <laughs> I think Mama was there. But let me tell you, actually, so a couple of weeks after that, I finally performed at Pride Lounge. It was with Ivy Faraya, Momo, uh, Zalika Parsons, Gag. and Aja. And girl, I look like shit. I have the photo of what I look like, and um, I'll post it when I uh, when we post this. this and you left uh, your house. You left your mom's house <clears throat> in drag. I actually went to my friend Aisha's house to get in drag. Okay. And it took me four hours. <laughs> it took me too long to end up. Aisha's like, girl, hurry the fuck up. Uh, it took me four hours to look like this. <laughs> Oh, precious. I know, I know. Just, like, fucked up. I look like I got punched several times. You look like James Charles. I do look like James Charles. <laughs> um, but, so, Zalika took that picture, shady bitch. At the end of the night, she's like, let me take a picture. You look so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, Zalika was, like, not in a place. She's always been like that, but yeah. I was like, you shady cunt. But I'm happy I have that photo. Yeah. Um, but I performed at Pride Lounge. It was my third time back. And they finally invited me to perform. They were like, yeah, like, you know, come to a number. So yeah. I did a number, and I guess I was basically doing open set, but, like, I thought I was on the bill. Yeah. There was no bill for me. Um, <clears throat> and I performed Toxic because Ivy Faria was like, oh, you need to do top 40s. Like, you can't do... I wanted to do SZA. I wanted to do You Are by SZA, which uh -huh. is the first song on the Z album, if anybody's familiar. And she was like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like, you need to do Top 40s. Yeah. Like, that's what people want. And yeah. I was like, okay. So, so you did the Macarena? So I did the Macarena by Britney Spears. <laughs> no, I did Toxic. And it was the worst performance I have ever done. I think my wig fell off. But like, it was also your first. so it's, you It know. was my first. But I was given shows. I was given stunts. I wish I had video of it. Um, but basically, I was wearing this all white. You know, I was wearing like a white bra or something. And then I had like this long white skirt. And then I, in the middle of the song, I did a little reveal, spin around, ta-ta-ta. And the top was now black because I took out the white and yeah. then the bottom I was wearing like a black panty so I went from white to black and I thought I was so fierce and look at you now doing I'm uh, doing the same thing the, the, the changing dress <laughs> exactly I changed literally I changed from white to black yeah. so some things <laughs> don't <laughs> change <laughs> wait you must have oh, been in high school then God. I dropped out to oh, do okay. drag did you finish school no oh okay I do want to go back though um Anyway, so I did that, <laughs> and, and then Momo on the mic, this is the night that I remember Momo was there, because Momo on the mic was like, Aja, you better get your friend, and I was like, <laughs> literally, as I'm performing to Toxic, girl, yeah. I was like, that is Toxic. Yeah. You, better get your, you better get your cousin. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, and that was, that was nasty. Like, I would never do that to a girl. Yeah. I would never get on the mic and be like, boo, you suck. Like, what? <laughs> like, that is disgusting. That is despicable. You do not do that to, you know, the drag. To Harajuku. To Harajuku. <laughs> and I remember uh, Ivy Faraya was calling me Hara. And I was like, can you not call me that? She's like, I like Hara. And I was like, I don't, though. Like, it's ugly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Hara. Like, ugh. Uh, so whenever people... Hara Potter. Internet, Hara Potter. Uh, it's a Hara movie. What's your favorite uh, genre? Hara. Um, 
Anyway, so Pride Lounge 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days. I've only worked at Pride Lounge like once or twice. Well, they became a straight bar, and it was called uh, it was called Straight Acting. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight, straight Lounge. It was actually called Sorry Not Sorry. I don't know if they're still open, but Straight Lounge. Yeah, the guy was so creepy. He was totally a chaser. It was called Momo's. Momo's Lounge. <laughs> Momo's Lounge. Um. So anyway, back to the story <laughs> from when I was at TNT. So I was going out on Sunday, and I had these like six inch. Uh, platform black suede like prom shoes okay. that I got for like $20 at the mall and I had like you know twisted my ankle walking to the train we were taking the J um, transferring to the L and I twisted my ankle and then like I was like okay I need to put on my converse like I can't do this and she's like okay put your converse on but when we get to the door at TNT you need to put your shoes back on yeah. like you can't walk in and meanwhile I'm like now bitch we're all wearing sneakers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah totally look at Magenta she made a career off she, of it she made a career off of the, the shoes um <laughs> But so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm down the block. She's like, all right, it's time for you to put your shoes on because we're about to, like, you know, get to TNT. And so I put on my heels and then I take two steps. And again, like my ankles gave up. And at the end of the night, they were so swollen um, because I put my Converse back on. And I couldn't, I couldn't take my Converse out because they were so fat. (laughs) But I lost my phone. And then a week later, finally, somebody is like, hey, I have your phone, like, from my phone, I think, or something. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I can come get it from you, whatever, whatever. And so we meet at TNT after I hooked up with this guy. And it was Thorgy. Really? Yes. Thorgy had your phone? Thorgy had my phone. And I was like, you weren't even here that night. How did you get my phone? Um, but maybe she was. I just didn't see her. Maybe she took it. She probably took it. <laughs> she probably took it. She took all of my 16-year-old news. Was she in drag? I, not when I met her up for it, no. Okay. Um, and, and you know, that was my first interaction with, like, someone that was rumored to be on Drag Race. I was like, ah, that's amazing. Like, <laughs> this is iconic. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a story I have with TNT. So it wasn't, it wasn't Robbie Turner. It might have been her Uber driver. Ah. I don't actually know. <laughs> um, yeah, so is there any other, like, fun stories that you have about, like, maybe not TNT. Let's move on to another bar. Um, so there was this bar called Bazaar. Yes. Sasha used to do nightgowns there. Uh-huh. And I did a party there called TBA to be announced. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a six-person cast. It was Charlene, Aja, Mary Cherry, myself. For a bar that doesn't pay their performance, I know a lot of people. <laughs> boy Georgia and Sparkles. Oh, Boy Georgia. So we, like, never made any money. Like, we would charge at the door, but it was, like, pulling teeth, and the bar had no budget for us. So we stopped doing shows there, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I was booked there quite often for other people's shows. Like, Crimson Kitty had a show there. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, Pepto had a show there. Mm. And um, Sasha had a show there. So I, right. so I would get booked there as a guest all the time. And I did a sex party there, actually, that once bizarre. with Forrest. It was the most money I'd ever made oh. at that How much venue. did you make? 50, 60? No. Me and Forrest, <laughs> I think, walked out each with, like... 800 bucks. Oh, each. great. Like each. For a night, that is... Yeah. That like, is 
Because everyone wants to fuck, so everyone, everyone came down. Everyone does want to fuck. And we hired Gogo. We I hired Charlie not that night, but I but we hired Gogo dancers of all different genders and spectrums, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and we had a DJ. So we paid everyone out, and at the end of the night, me and Forrest were looking at each other. We're like, wait, we still have like fourteen hundred dollars left. We're like. I was like, all right, girl, you keep it. I'll keep my half. You keep yeah. your half. Mm-hmm. And you don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> was like, and we made, you know, like 700 bucks there. And I was like, gag. Yeah. We made like a dark room downstairs. You've been uh, to bazaar. Yeah, it's basically. So the dark room was downstairs. Yeah. And then the dance floor was upstairs. Um, and it was fun. So that was the most money I ever made there. But I remember one night I was, I can't remember whose night it was, but I was dressed. It was so bad. I mm. was dressed. It, I think it was Crimson Kitty's night. I can't remember, but I was dressed as a cat. Mm. I had bought this mask from like a Halloween store that had a cat on it. It was like you know one of those like yeah, yeah rubber yeah. bands in the back. Yeah. And it was black and gold, and I wasn't really painting at that time. Mm-hmm. I was still doing more gender fucky burlesque stuff. And what year was this? Like twenty thirteen, maybe? This would, no, this would definitely been like twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Um, 20, 2015 I think um, maybe 2014 and um, and I had this like sheer lingerie thing on that had garters and I just had a number and um, it was like you know cat themed so yeah. I was like okay I have this cat mask and I had this really bad curly Nicki Minaj wig it was like straight mm. straight bangs mm. with like curly hair sun done get the sun done yeah it was right. like a, it was her pink one but I had it in black anyway so I'm outside smoking a cigarette and it must have been nice out. I don't know if it, I don't even know what it was but I bumped <laughs> I bumped one from someone and there was this guy trying to kick it to these two girls kick it? yeah he was trying to like flirt with them oh okay and I could see that the two girls were not interested uh-huh. oh whichever one he was trying to kick it to and so kick they, it I never say kick it yeah, maybe it's because I'm old I don't know but he was trying to like <laughs> flirt with them and so they walked away from him uh huh and he was this really sexy guy. Ugh. And um, mm. so I just went up to him. Mm. I don't know what I was thinking. You know how Reefy is sometimes when I just say random mm. shit? So I walked up to him and I said something random. You're just so crazy. You're so random. Yeah, I said something random. <laughs> and he was like, I, I guess he was really horny. And he was like, I was like yeah. flirting with him. Yeah. Even though I knew he was like trying to, you know, go home with these girls. Mm-hmm. And the girls has like held hands and walked away. I guess to like give him a sign that maybe they were like lesbians or yeah. not interested in. Yeah. And, um, or maybe they were actual lesbians. I don't know. But anyway, he didn't go home with them. And then <laughs> he was like, I forgot what I said, but he said something along the lines of like, I'm not really into this, but you know, I really need to get off. Do you like, Oh, do you want to like suck me off? That's sweet. And I was like, okay. So we went downstairs to the bathroom at Bazaar and I like literally sucked him off and he was being so loud. I was like, you need to, oh. shut, you need to shut up because I'm working here and like, I don't want to get fired yeah. at Crimson's night. And you're like, I'm the only one wearing the black wig. Yeah. So <laughs> they'll know it's me. <laughs> and we went into the bathroom and he was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to come. He had an oh, accent. Oh, where was he from? I can't tell, but he was uncut and he had an yes, accent. Yes, he was. Okay. He was like, I'm going to come. And I was like... I'm going to come. And he had it a was big dog. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he came and he walked out oh, of the bathroom. Even He was like... He just like jetted out of the bathroom, even though he initiated well, it's it. Because after you come, you're like, no, I didn't. Yeah, he was like, I did not, I did not let this woman with a mustache just suck my dick. You look up at him and he's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. My wig was like, yeah. 
twisted backwards and like your wig was on the floor and the bizarre bathroom was tiny so I sat on a toilet to suck his dick and he was like face fucking me yeah that's beautiful it was How really was hot it? what was what was the given it was hot can you describe was there curvature no, it was a nice straight uncut dick it just it just went straight out it was like you know like no curves right. it was straight it was I don't know straight. if he was straight because he was okay. like yeah you can suck my dick and I was like okay great and with well, this is that I sucked his dick and he left trans very women happy. are women yeah okay Rifi yeah and so I had my mustache <laughs> on so I was giving you know very that Treniana so, so the amount of times I've hooked <laughs> up in bathrooms there was also this festival called Mix Festival which MX M-I-X oh okay and I don't think it was happening uh, I think they stopped funding it or something I don't know what happened with Mix but um. Charlene is familiar with Mix and Diego <laughs> and it's like you know of that time I'll be sure to ask them about it and it was like a <laughs> short it was like an independent film festival mm-hmm. with parties mm-hmm. it was really fun and they would create these like fixtures that you could hook up in one of them was like a cat and you would enter through the cat's butt and you would sit inside of this cat and there was like cushions everywhere yeah. and you could hook up and I remember getting fucked behind a mm. screening. Like, mm. there was a movie playing. And what was the movie? I can't remember, because I wouldn't give up. Like, bu- The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, like, all independent, like, queer films. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. could watch, you know, they had different times. So it's uh-huh. like, oh, at 6 o'clock, this, this movie's going to be playing at this theater. And so I hooked up with this guy right behind the, like, literally people were watching a movie and they couldn't see us because so we, we were behind. Because you were all the way back there. We were behind the movie getting fucked. <laughs> oh. <and> like, <laughs> well, if it was a projector, though, you will actually, oh. That just, I was like, they might have seen it. I don't know. I was like. <laughs> that reminds me of Bushwig um, for 2018, I believe. They, you know how. Bushwig, when you're backstage behind the stage, there's there was a projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and Magenta, someone was performing on the stage on the other <laughs> side, we couldn't see. And me and Magenta are back there in front of the projector. We're gagged. We're like yeah. our shadows are like yeah. on the stage. Like we didn't know that people were gonna be able to see it though. Yeah, yeah. And then so we're dancing, girl. We're yeah. going off. We're, we're doing dips, whatever. And then somebody goes and they're like, "Hey, can you stop? We can see, <laughs> we can see you on the stage." <laughs> and to this day, I don't know who it was, but I do remember that they went before Ruby, I believe, in 2018. No, Fox. F-A-U-X. Oh, the other one. Yeah, the other Ruby. Um, and so I would love to find that. If anyone knows who that was, please <laughs> send me that video. Because you can just see us dancing in front of the projection. Like, and it's really, cool. like, expanded, too. It's giant. It's <laughs> yeah. so big. It's so And we were, like, walking up to it. Yeah. It was getting really big and really small. You, you guys know? are, like, you know, putting, like, we were, penises in front yeah, of it. Yeah. Like, you Doing know? shadow puppets. <laughs> Oh, Bushwig. Oh, Which you are performing at Bushwig this Saturday, but I think by the time this airs, it would be over. So It would mind. be over, and I had a great time. Thank you <laughs> yeah. to everyone that came and tipped me. Yeah. Um, and if you would still like to tip me, that is at Chiquitetas. Um, what's your Venmo? Just My Venmo is at R. That is R-I-F-Y-R. By the time this comes out, it might change, it's though, gonna say the same. to Chiquitetas. So just yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change it to um, uh, Bushwig, uh, Bushwig. Bushwig Shadow Puppets. Bushwig Shadow Puppets. Um, when was your first Bushwig? My first Bushwig was that year, 2018. Okay. Or 17. I won Bushwig the next year. I think I think you was I think you were 17. Yeah, because yeah. I yeah because I was Miss Bushwig 2018. So and then I, Serena was 19. And 20. 
But yeah, I was Miss Bushwick in 18, so... Uh, yeah, 2017 was my first year. I did the uh, the pickle ASMR. Yeah, 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 I remember this. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh my god!" That's when I first shaved my mustache too. For the stage, I did. I did my Cinderella number for the theater. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mustachio. Mustachio. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of. And I did. This is my life. And then and then song. Sasha picked it up for um, Nikon's. Well, you are the you are the blueprint. I'm the blueprint Rafi. for drag. I'm the, I'm drag excellence. You <laughs> even though I've never won Dragnet, Miss Miss Williamsburg, or Bushwig. You don't have to. But I don't have to because um, you know I'm verified on Instagram. I'm one of the. You're the only one. I'm the Brooklyn. I'm the only Brooklyn girl who hasn't been on TV who's verified on Instagram. Well, by the time this comes out. You still will be the only <laughs> yeah. one. Maybe maybe Alada will be um, verified. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't know because she's blocked. I'm blocked on, on her. Why are you? What'd you do? We had a falling out uh, in November. Can you explain a little more as to why? She was trying to blame me and Janelle for the reason why Three Dollar Bill was canceling their indoor programming. I do remember that. And I was like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, um. Because, she, like, the venue asked us to bring our show indoors because our show was doing really well. Right. And we could, we had a bigger capacity indoors. Mm-hmm. So they were like, do you want to bring your show indoors? So that was never our decision, but she didn't know that. And she yeah. just, like, was, like, in her post, like, oh, well, there are some queens who are having or indo- kings. indoor shows. Or kings. Or mustachioed <laughs> suckers. I don't know. <laughs> Mustachios. Um... And so I was like, you know, fired back at her. I stormed the girls, and then she blocked me. I was like, oh, wow, I must have done something right. Because I don't really beef with anyone in nightlife. Yeah, like me neither. And <laughs> <laughs> you why know, are you laughing? You are the beef girl. Honey. That is not true. I, I'm more like tofu. You're definitely the beef I'm girl. I'm Girl, beef. I don't beef. Yeah. I don't. I don't beef. I used to beef a lot. Yeah. And. Um, I've I've learned that like it, you know if you don't say anything, they it, it almost like uh, makes them feel smaller. Yeah. Because it's like that when I talk shit about people and people don't respond to it, I'm like, well, I wish you would. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's fire back want. at me. Yeah, and it's like, why aren't you heated? And I'm yeah. like, baby, I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I try not to beef with anyone. That's just like not my vibe. That's ugly. Yeah, and ugly is not doesn't fit you well. No, no, that's just not my vibe. I'm not gonna fight with you. I've had falling out with like people, but in like genuine ways. If I thought someone was mistreating someone, and I yes. called them out, like yes. you know, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, if I see someone posting some stupid shit, I'm like, I'm not. I don't have time for this. I don't no, have time for this. No, no, no. Like I pick and choose. I'm like, if this actually needs to be addressed, then I'll address it. Right. Um. But otherwise, I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Well, I have something to address with you. Yeah, address it, baby. This wig that does you, not look good on you. The crystal mesh wig that you... <laughs> it's kind of itchy, actually. It's because I don't have a wig cap on. It's because there's on. lice in it. Not lice. It has COVID. <laughs> My wig's up good. My wig's up good. <laughs> this is a COVID-positive house. Um, oh, I also was thinking, actually, we are motherfucking city girls. We are. Me no, and you. Yeah. We're, this episode is going to be called The Motherfucking City Girls. The Motherfucking City Girls. There's only... It's just us two. <laughs> two Brooklyn girls who live in Manhattan. I think it's just you it's and just I. It's just you and me. Oh, actually, no. Mm-hmm. Lucy Balls, I think, is living yes. in Manhattan. And Sookie Sterling and Candy Sterling. Yeah, but they're bougie. They're bougie, yeah. And Candy actually doesn't live that far from me, but she... 
she has lived here for like a while. Yeah. Um, and she went to FIT, so that explains yeah, yeah, yeah. like the lifestyle. And Scarlett you know? lived in Manhattan for a point, but she's back in Brooklyn. <laughs> well, she, you know, it gets expensive. Yeah. You, the bills pile up. Her, honey. Fa- her apartment in Manhattan was fab. It was like overlooking um, the East River. She had a balcony. I was like, mm. oh, this is giving. And now um, she's in a one bedroom with some roaches and uh, her. No, she's her in another fabulous apartment. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's a, that is a thing because people used to always bug me about that when I was like first performing in Brooklyn, being like, "You don't even live here," and they were like, "You don't live here," and I'm that's like, "That's not a fucking thing." And I'm like, "So who cares?" I'm like, when Monet got on Drag Race, she was living in the Bronx. She's not a Bronx queen. She's living, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So I was like, you're you're part of the community that you perform in, that you <clears throat> create things in. Yeah. And I only live in my neighborhood because I I like won uh, the housing lottery. So right. Yeah. That's so like, true. You know, I can't afford to live in. I actually, it's cheaper for me to live in. Which Midtown. it wasn't even really a lottery. It was a robbery because <laughs> it was they ripped you. <laughs> they did rip me off. I was like, what is this? Honey, <laughs> they fisheye lens the apartment <laughs> from all four corners. Yeah, you're like, I got this it. is my new. Apartment. This is where I am living permanently, indefinitely, and they and I was like, and they didn't tell me that it was like a block from Times Square, and I was like, all you hear is cabs, oh, gunshots, sirens, yeah, tourists, crackheads, crackheads. You might as well be in Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. I may as well be in Canarsie. Right. Well, Canarsie's is it Canarsie? I used to go do my taxes in Canarsie. (laughs) Why? Because the guy used to hook me up. Oh, we should go back then. Yeah, I haven't haven't talked to him in forever. I was like, I'm gonna get like audited if I keep going to do my taxes with this person. Like, this is getting a little suspicious. Yeah, I was Um, like, well, when we get back, we will talk about Rifi's audits, (laughs) and and we're gonna have her release her her tax documents. So stay tuned. Are you trumping me? This is the second interlude because we don't have sponsors. Shows, shows, please sponsor us. Thank you. And we are back. And Rifi is having a keto bar. Mm-hmm. Um, not sponsored. Can you hear us? Get close. Get closer. <laughs> Delicious. That's what, that's what the listeners want. Um, <clears throat> so this is the last part of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and I want to touch base on a couple of things. I want to touch base on, uh, like, how have you how have you sort of like assimilated to performing now in you know kind of post COVID pandemic like yeah. quarantine, and um, and how does how does performing in Brooklyn or in the city differ from performing outside of of the city? You know. So let's talk about like, yeah. How how did you like start performing regularly now in you know post COVID and and how has that been? It's really annoying, obviously, because you know <laughs> there's a fear of getting people sick or getting sick. There's also like, yeah. um, you know, there's a struggle to get people out because some people are worried which is an obvious like valid worry mm-hmm. but also um <laughs> switch <laughs> the wig, wig. <laughs> it looks good on you thanks I like it like a bit off yes, my head like yes. you know like just kind of like sitting there. levitating <laughs> um yeah, like, mm-hmm. we don't want to wear masks, obviously. Like, while we're performing, we're wearing makeup. We want to lip sync. So, like, yeah. wearing a shield and all of that stuff is kind of like a hindrance. 
Yeah. But we're all Especially when it's it dirty and the girls forget to Windex wipe it, yeah. you know? <laughs> like lipstick. It's, three it's different like shades fingerprints. It's like <laughs> yeah. spit. I'm like, girl, clean. It's like, it's not even clean your lace anymore. It's girl, clean your mask. Yeah. Clean There's also like the ones that go around the ear, you know, that sit yes. on the chin. Girl, I hate those. I'm like, they don't do anything. They do zero. I think I would get those once I'm fully vaccinated just, just so, to carry. Just to carry. So the bar, like, okay, just to carry she's the virus. <laughs> <laughs> the Selena. Selena Gomez um, virus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Read me royalty, everybody. Um, no, so yeah, I mean, it's. It, I When we first started performing regularly uh, after pandemic, I mean, I guess during pandemic. I hated right? performing at it home. Was, Yes. No. Like we. I hated, hated doing an uh, like an Instagram live and like we don't the feature first, her. The first few were okay. Yeah. You know, people still had money, but like as the pen, as the quarantine got worse, people just didn't have any more money. Yeah. It was people disgusting. were losing their jobs <laughs> and people were getting more poor. So unfortunate. Uh, well, but that's the thing though is like in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was like, you know what, like. These are the performers that gave us space. Now yeah. they clearly will be out of work for who knows how long. Yeah. Let's get them something. You know yeah. what I mean? And so we really felt that. And yeah. I was like, cha-ching, bitch. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And yeah. a lot of that money kept me grounded for, like, a couple of months. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't even need to file for unemployment, girl. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm set. My rent is set for, like, three, three and a half months. Yeah. Like, you know, great. And now we're back at performing for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is not giving. Yeah. Like this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, totally. And because we have like limited capacity, it means limited seats, so we can't limited money. Limited honey. funds. So I'm hoping that we can go back to the days where we were getting paid, you know, one fifteen, one twenty five. Instead. An hour, a dollar, fifteen an hour <laughs> for for the end of the night. Yeah. Um, but we're making it work. You know, people yeah. are, people are supportive. I had someone come to the show on Tuesday, who was visiting from Munich. He's a friend of mine from Germany, mm-hmm. and you know, Germany's very very locked down. Right. Uh, because well, they, how did they get out? They just he was able to get like a work, a work thing, like a work okay. permit, because um, he's a journalist. Mm. So he came to the show the other day, and he was like, you know, I was almost in tears. He was like, Aww. because he said, I used to live in New York, and it's it feels weird to see New York in this way yeah. when I'm out in the street. And he's like, being at the show, he's like, made me really joyous to see that, like, a part of New York is still yeah. doing its thing, and it might resume. And yeah, I, that's been a response will. from a lot of people. People definitely. have been like, "We thank you so much. Like, I needed to yeah. get out of the house. I needed to see some live shows. I needed to have a drink. Um... And yeah. in July, when I started doing the $3 bill show, mm-hmm. um, there was a sense of, like, community that I had loved. It was warm out. People were coming out to support. It was outdoors. Our cases were doing really well yeah. at that time. So I was like, oh, this feels really great. Like, it feels like we could be go back to normal. And I was in the same boat as you, where I was, like, making more money out of the <laughs> quarantine than I was <laughs> otherwise. I was like, you know what? I stopped doing I stopped doing virtual shows. Yeah, me too. After, like, the first month, I was like, this yeah. is not... I did one for, like, Paper Magazine. They you were doing the, um, club, club quarantine. Right, right. And I was like, I'll do that. And, you know, I was that on the was same good. bill as, like, Pablo Vitar. Yeah. And, um, I, I was on the same bill as Lady Gaga, baby. Try and top that, baby. You can't. Yeah, I saw. 
<laughs> she saw. <laughs> anyway, it's not um, about me. It's about you. So I was like, I, I was like, I hate this, and I was like, don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to get into drag and just like perform in my, in your bedroom. Yeah, like or, ugh, I would just. I mean, it, we were all trying to make it work, and there yeah. are queens still doing that, so no shade yeah. to you if you're in a city that hasn't opened up. Yeah, yeah, I applaud definitely. you. Get your coins however yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. Um, however so, you need to, yeah. Yeah, support those girls. Um, but anyway, so we're all trying to make it work. Right. I mean, I would agree also, like, this this last week when you guys performed for Trish uh-huh. um, on Tuesday was so fun. Yeah. It was so nice. And I think it's because Janelle wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I really, I had such an amazing time and like the lights were Perfect, yeah. you know, except for when they couldn't find you. Um, <laughs> but the lights were perfect. The performers were perfect. The performances were perfect. Yeah. The drag suicide was perfect. Everything was exactly. And how it also it felt to be. really nice because one of the issues that we're having is like me and Charlene are talking about like how we really don't like not being able to leave the stage to collect yeah. it. Oh, are they telling you you can't do that? Yeah, we we can't. Oh do that. shit! So the venue's not allowing us. But the good side about that is is that we can perform maskless on the stage because no one is near us and also the fan away. the lasco is throwing back all your spit to yeah your so all face. the virus is coming so back the, to me by the time you step off stage you're drenched yeah you know and, you have to, my own COVID. you have to re re-powder <laughs> so your wigs are flat so there's like a uh a, a, a push and pull about like yeah. collecting our own tips but we still made tips yeah and Everyone is getting paid, and we're making money, and it's nice to gig again. And now I'm having gigs in both boroughs again, yeah, which feels nice. Um, both Staten Island and Brooklyn, right? Um, yeah, Queens and um, <laughs> Harlem and Manhattan, yeah. <laughs> the boroughs. Yeah. Is, no, Harlem no, is Harlem not a borough, girl. Yeah. I mean, girl, you got me for a But second. I remember like someone <laughs> asking me if Harlem was a borough. I was like, no, Harlem is a part of Manhattan. But you know... It is a different world. Um, so this is a this is actually I wanted to ask you something. How do you pronounce the word that is spelled B U R Y? B U R Y. Bury. I say bury too. Yeah. And everyone always makes fun of me because they say bury. Oh, to bury someone. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I guess either one works. It's kind of like pecan. Like, do you say pecan, pecan or do you say pecan? Piacon. <laughs> what is this with Jamaican? I say Piacon. Piacon. Uh, it's like Piacon. Um, ow, my heart. Ooh. You know when you laugh too much and you get heart complications? I'm not on hormones, so I don't have this. <laughs> it's my city. Um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? No, but... Uh, but it's like Piacon and Piacon. Piacon, yeah. Piacon. Piacon. <laughs> yeah, you sounded West Indian. I am actually <laughs> no. I went to school in, as you know, I went. I was. I grew up in Southside, so all the all, everyone that I went to school with, black, Latino, Guyanese, Trinidad. Yeah. So we all had our own way of talking. <laughs> everyone just spoke differently, but but it would always revert back to Piacon. That's that was. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Piacon. <laughs> I think it's Barry or Burry. Oh Barry. Like Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> but hers is be- hers is actual like a berry, like a blueberry. I was reading up on her Did this morning. Did you say blueberry? No. <laughs> berry is spelled differently than berry. Girl. Blueberry. Blue- blueberry more. 
Um, speaking of Drew Barrymore, uh, what are some of your favorite places that you've performed outside of New York? <laughs> and um, when did your drug addiction start? Because for Drew, it was eight. Um, some of my favorite places to perform have been... Okay, so that's a good question, because I have been to cities where I've um, had, like, flown out to do gigs where I'm hosting but not actually performing, and, you know, where, like, I did like Queen, you're the mic girl? Like I did Queen in Chicago, where okay. it's just, like, you show oh, up like and look, look. Yeah. and you promote it, um, so I didn't get to perform. Had a great time in Chicago, though. I really wanted to do that gig, but I got food poisoning, and I was at that place where they sell, like, cheese... Okay. Across the street. From <laughs> I don't know what that is. Across the street from. But you went to Chicago. If yeah, if there's anyone from Chicago, you know the place with cheese. And I was I was there like waiting for my headache to chill out and yeah. my stomach, and I I couldn't and I had to leave. I was in full drag and yeah. I was so upset. Anyway, keep going. So Chicago is one of those places that I really had fun time like um, gigging in, but I didn't actually get to perform because it was not a performance based. Did you get dick? Party. I got tons of dick. I went to Steamworks in Chicago. How many cocks? I can't remember. Uh, right. Jackie Cox? I don't know. Probably Jackie... Jackie Cox. Yeah. Deborah Cox? Deborah Courtney Cox? Cox all the Cox. Cox. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love performing in Berlin. I We you know all the Bushwood girls did Berlin, Come and that Berlin. was so much fun. It was like me <laughs> and Sookie and Amber and, and like all the BK girls. Panthera was there. I think she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. Any, any, any city that I've like flown out to perform and has always been really great to me. Portland, Oregon. I've never been. Uh, but I think the two destinations that were super special to me because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd wanted to go there since I was a child. But they were so expensive and I was like... The flight? And so far away. Disneyland. Um, Disney World. Um, Connecticut. <laughs> um, was <Back> Honolulu <laughs> right? Um, because I'd always wanted to go to well, there. I was a there kid. is someone that books in Honolulu. Yeah, actually. there's a gay bar there yeah. that books, and it's only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's oh, only that's open fierce. three nights a week. Yeah. Well, that's like kind of fierce, I guess. Um, and they book a lot of the Rue girls, and I was like, oh, they're not gonna book me. I'm like not on TV, and they booked me. Well, and they thought you were on TV. Yeah, they were like, you were on. You're um, Special What is that show with that with the the bad cake? Uh, uh, the Great British Bake Off. Sure. Um, I was on uh, Dog Rumors. Oh right. Season two. Right, the Dog Whisperer. The Dog Whisperer. The nanny. Yeah. So they were like, but they booked me, and they like covered everything, and it was. That's sweet. I was so happy to be there, and it was. The beginning of December, it was like Black of Friday 2019. of 2019. So it was right. Black Friday, um, and it was so it was cold in New York. Well, that's but not it was so like, much the beginning of December. That's kind of like the end of November. End of November, yeah, yeah. But I was there for <laughs> four or five nights. I was there throughout yeah. the December. I think I remember this. It was so fun. It was a really good week here. It was it was freezing and raining and snowing <laughs> okay. and I'm like we had a lot of fun. That's how I remember because we were gone. <laughs> anyway, so that was oh, one of the places God. that I was like, wow, I'm going to like, you know, Hawaii's like, you know, sometimes when you're growing up, you just it's see something on TV. Hawaii, Hawaii, correct, <laughs> Moana, correct, and 
I had such a fun time. Oh, yeah. And they took care of me, and it was beautiful. Were you the only uh, dragoon there? Did they have other dragoons? They had... It was me and... It was me and Ariel Versace that they had booked as guests, but they had a bunch of... What a lineup. Just kidding. (laughs) No. But then they had a bunch of um, their local Hawaii girls, who were all amazing. Sweet. Um, And then the other destination that I was booked at was... Also a destination I had been wanting to go to since yeah. I was a kid was Australia. 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 And you've been to Australia. I've been. I've been to Australia. And I came back like with an March. Accent. I came back with a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a koala. With um, chlamydia. I came back like Tuesday. You came back uncut. <laughs> I came back with foreskin. They gave me foreskin <laughs> and a Kylie Minogue album. Yes, disco before it was released publicly. Yeah. I had a public. I had a first first listen, um, but I came back like five days before lockdown. Mm. So lucky bitch. And I was remember being on the flight back, and they were like, "If anyone's been to mainland China, please let one of our." Um, staff members know because yeah. this is when it was like spiking, spiking, spiking. Right. I was like, "Well, I've been to mainland China, and lucky my flight was China. through Los Angeles. The layover was in Los Angeles." Would you have had to layover in China? So a lot of the times when you're going to Australia, typically you, if you're coming from here, you have a layover somewhere in Asia, or no you have someone in California because you're going over in that part of it. I walk everywhere. You walk, so, so you I I Ubered to Sydney. <laughs> um, it, also, that was the longest flight I had ever been on in my it's life. It's like 23 hours, right? It was about, yeah, 21, 22 hours. Is that the longest flight, or is it from, like, New York L- or L.A. to um, to Thailand? That's about as long as well. Right. Going I to Asia. I my titties. I, I was knocked out for most of the flight, but I remember I woke up and I, I was like, you got still your, on the plane. I saw you got your titties done in, like... Michigan. In the basement of <laughs> Money Exchange's house in the Bronx. Um, but that was such a long flight, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I was so happy. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back to New York. I had bought, like, a couple of new looks in Australia. You're like, I, I'm going to turn it. Yeah, girl. I'm going to gig. And then, like, I ha- oh, that was the gag, is that I came back. I had my show at Rise on Thursday, and then I was so excited to see you for our Drag Race viewing on Friday. Right. And you were like, I'm too scared to come out. And I was like, I get yes. that. Yes. And I was at Metro, and that was season 12. Yes. Um, this was like the third episode. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the third episode. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I get to see Cheeky. And then you were like, I'm really nervous to come in, which actually worked out for me because people were so tippy that night because I think they knew everything was going to go to shit. Oh, so they were giving you money. So the people were tipping me the house down. <laughs> And I didn't have to share my feet with you. So, so you like taking money from trans people? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, girl, it's gonna hit. So, girl, it's gonna hit. And then Sunday came around, <laughs> and Stephen was like, oh, we're gonna close Metro. And then like, oh. and then like, all the managers were like messaging people like, we're gonna close. And then Troy was yeah. like, hey, you and Suki don't have to come back to the vault because we're closing. I was like, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Well, so when I did that with uh, with Baby, uh, former podcast member currently on hiatus yeah um she actually had covid did she on the mic gag yeah so she was like <laughs> like in the mic spreading covid and i was next to her the entire time and and you know and everyone was we were all we were like blowing air into yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. so we killed a lot of people she, she probably didn't know that she had covid i think no, i had covid she didn't she, she didn't. didn't okay i i think i had covid in february before lockdown because a lot of nightlife people were getting really sick, and I didn't know. This is before COVID was, like, a thing here, really. I didn't get sick. Yeah. 
You are sick still, but in a different way. In the head. Yeah. It's the gender thing. You're sickening. Thank you, Rufy. Anyway, so to answer your question, <laughs> I would say any place that I have visited that has yeah. booked me out of town, I'm very grateful. Yeah. Um, Australia is really too, fabulous. Actually. What yeah. is one place you've really wanted to perform at, like somewhere in the world? Um, I want to actually, I want to be um, a member. Have you heard of that cafe or that restaurant in uh, Japan where they wear like these really cool like suits? Okay. Like you're at a restaurant, but they're like, they fight, like people fight. Okay. Like it's like they work there, but I would like to work there. Japan is crazy. And you That's so you racist. Want- <laughs> I went to Ro- Robot Cafe or something. That's probably what I'm talking about. Yeah, but everyone was dressed as robots. I want that. Okay. And you want to do drag there? No, I want to be just a robot. <laughs> um, no, I don't actually know where I would like to perform. I mean, I guess like a stadium. Yeah. Like Met Stadium. Yankee or like, Stadium. Or like... Um, Secret Project Robot. No, or never. I will uh, literally never perform Center. there again. Um, <laughs> I would perform at. I I would never perform at Secret Project Robot. That's a story for another time. I think I might have already talked about it here on the pod. Um, How they ruined your crowning, your win. They ruined my moment. Yeah. They really did. I remember I helped you put the ropes up. Yes, you yeah. did. I was like, you know what? I'm an iconic drag queen, and I want to help this girl. And I want to help. Iconic drag queen. So. Yeah, I want to help this young boy. <laughs> And with, I, with his love for drag. Yeah, and I remember being so <laughs> pissed that they cut the ropes down because it ruined the, they, it, it ruined the illusion. Yes. And I was like, this sucks. And I was like, they set her up. and Which um, I don't even know if I would necessarily call it a setup, but I was definitely... Like put in a really tight position, especially for like you've a been in nineteen a lot of tight year old. Positions. I've been in a couple of very. Um, well, you were nineteen when you did that. I was nineteen. Wow. So I guess yeah, I'm almost as iconic. And as I remember Asha. you reaching out to like all these like muscly men to help me because I was like I got there like oh who's all this trade to help her put it up. It was like Vincent Tiley, Minnie Horowitz. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Rivi, for being a guest on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. We're the motherfucking city girls. We're city girls. We're motherfucking city girls. You know we're gonna be taking over Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx. Well, I do want to do a Manhattan show here in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and if I need a co-host, I'll let you know. You can ask. You can ask. Um, <laughs> you can ask Sunday Lush. <laughs> I'll ask. I'll reach out to Aja. On that note, <laughs> thank you so much, Rifi, for telling us all your stories. Love you. And massaging this wig for so long that it <laughs> my hands are shaved. <laughs> your hands are. Your hands are, No, they're not shaved. You got all the dead skin off. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> no, but thank you so much for being on the podcast. And My pleasure. Uh, I hope that the listeners had fun. And if you did, please, uh, I don't know if you can subscribe to a podcast, but please subscribe to my podcast. Swipe up. Swipe up. <laughs> um, uh, Rifi, where can we, uh, where can the guests find you or the listeners? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Rifi, R-I-F-Y underscore royalty. Um, Saturdays, I'm at the Ritz in Manhattan. For that now. is on 46th Street. For now. For now. 4 p.m. Uh, and Tuesdays, I'm at $3 Bill with my co-host Charlene and Karnick. Um, Which is honestly such a fun show. It's a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was going through, like, <clears throat> the Rolodex of good performers and, you know, because I want to do this show in Brooklyn or in, in Manhattan of Brooklyn Girls. And I'm like, wow, I really can't think of any. And then I go to the show and I'm like, wow, there's so many amazing performers. That I'm not going to book. That I'm not going to book. <laughs> it's just, it's a one-woman show. It's just me. <laughs> uh, but no, but there really are so much, so many amazing performers here in Brooklyn. 
and I cannot wait to interview and hear their side of the story. So thank you for allowing us to pick your brain tonight or yeah. this morning because it's literally three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And um, thank you for coming to my house in Tribeca. I hope you it was everything you've ever imagined it was going to be. I've had such a great time <laughs> here with the guinea pigs. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, you need to leave now. Okay, bye. All right, I love you. Love All right, you. bye, everyone. Shows, shows. Also, you can find me at, you can find me at Chiquitita um, or Chiquitetas on Instagram. It's C H I Q U I T E T T A S. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>